This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. The president says he wasn't told about the now public claims that Russia paid bounties on U.S. soldiers serving in Afghanistan. And if we assume that's true, why on earth would that be the case? John Glazer directs foreign policy studies at the Cato Institute. He argues no matter how you slice it, it speaks to either a lack of interest in the substantive work of being commander-in-chief of the military or advisors concerned about giving the president information that he won't like. The bottom line, Glazer argues, is that the U.S. should get out of Afghanistan. So I think the administration's kind of response to this news, to this uh, New York Times story, has been kind of all over the place. You have high-level officials like CIA Director Gina Haspel or uh, Robert O'Brien or uh, these types of people saying that, you know, making non-denial denials, you know, uh, issuing a statement that sort of seems like it's pushing back on these findings from the New York Times, but in actuality, it is not. Uh, They're doing that because although it is their job, the intelligence community that is, to inform the president and brief him of important things, it's also seemingly their job not to publicly embarrass the president. And this embarrasses the president. Really, any way you cut it, it doesn't look good for him. Either he was uh, fully informed and didn't do anything about it and still talked to Vladimir Putin on the phone five or six times and tried to get him invited back into the G7 slash G8. Or he didn't know about it because his advisors don't really confront him with pieces of information that that conflict with his priors because he reacts in a harsh way. Either way, it's pretty damnable. Either way, it's kind of controversial. Um, look, the uh, it, it is a very real problem if the intelligence community feels that it can't tell the president certain pieces of information because he condemns the intelligence community when they give him information that that uh, that, that he doesn't like. He did this in Helsinki quite famously in front of Putin uh, in a press conference, siding with what Putin said about Russia's involvement in the 2016 elections uh, versus what the U.S. intelligence community had concluded. And so the I think his aides want to avoid this. And uh, since this news broke out, everyone looks bad. The administration looks bad for not properly informing the president. The president looks bad for not having a handle on things. So, yeah, it's it's kind of a mess. All right. So, um what does this mean for the U.S. relationship with Russia, and you know, as it, by extension, the rest of the world's relationship with Russia? If this is uh, proven to be true, well, U.S.-Russian relations are are pretty bad. They're about as bad these days as they have been since since the Cold War. Um, it's uh, this is just another nail in the coffin. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, people, even Republicans, uh, saying, you know, in in response to this, we've got to do something. We've got to show the Russians that this won't be tolerated. And, you know, the proposals out there are not terribly um, impressive. They, they mention things like economic sanctions, uh, you know, levy more sanctions on Russia and target the Putin's inner circle. Those are already in place. Um, and they haven't actually altered Russian policy in the desired direction on any of those things for which we initially levied those sanctions. So sanctions aren't really going to do anything. We can't respond militarily. Russia's a nuclear power. That would be a disproportionate response in any case. We'd get ourselves into a much bigger mess. Um, diplomatically, I think there's some things we can do. You can 
you know, do symbolic gestures like expelling Russian diplomats. You can publicly condemn Russia, tell them that we know this, tell them that we're on top of it, that might stop their uh, ongoing operations. But the main policy lesson from this, quite frankly, is to get out of Afghanistan. Uh, the presence of U.S. troops in Afghanistan fighting a lost war that cannot be won uh, is, you know, makes them vulnerable, not only to the conflict itself and all the insurgents and the terrorists and so on, but to the regional problems. Uh, great powers will frequently intervene and meddle in the quagmires of their rivals in order to screw them up. We did the exact same thing in Afghanistan when the Russians were the occupiers. You know, it's a pretty common tactic. So we shouldn't be too surprised at the at the news itself. The controversy is mostly about the administration's handling of it. But the response, we just don't have a lot of tools in our toolbox to get back at Russia for this. I think the lesson is not, don't make our troops vulnerable in a lost war in the middle of nowhere right in Russia's backyard. Donald Trump has, um, for all of his flaws, and they are many, uh, has, I think, still the correct impulse with regard to the war in Afghanistan, which is that the United States should leave. Um, in various military engagements that the U.S. has been involved in, uh, it seems that the Pentagon has stymied a lot of the president's efforts to get out of these uh, situations that place U.S. troops at risk, that harm our relationships with the rest of the world, and frankly, don't have a whole lot of uh, strategic uh, importance to the United States. So um, what does this mean that the military has engaged in this, and now the president who wanted to get out of uh, this conflict broadly uh, where do we, where do we go from here? Yeah. You know, speaking of process problems in the Trump administration, another one is, uh, the Pentagon, but also his senior civilian hawkish advisors, um, constantly try to undermine the president's efforts to withdraw from wars that frankly, we shouldn't be involved in in the first place. Trump has actually done a decent job in providing the diplomatic space necessary to come to some kind of political settlement that would allow our withdrawal from Afghanistan. But he's getting all kinds of internal pushback. And that shouldn't be the case. That The fault, therefore, for this kind of news and the fate of U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan doesn't just lie with Trump. But it, of course, lies with uh, his administration, which resists his own policy impulses on some of the most important national security questions that we face. Um, look, there's only a, a, a few months until the November 2020 elections, uh, and the polls don't look great for Trump right now. Of course, it's early. Anything could happen. But I don't see a precipitous withdrawal from Afghanistan coming before the election. And uh, I'm even more worried about the prospect of Joe Biden um, hurrying up and getting us out of there in full, too. So where we go from here, I, we're kind of stuck until someone has the political will to do the right thing and get us out of that war. John Glazer directs foreign policy studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 